welcome to The Relentless Life. I am Chance Galloway, 22-year-old published author, fitness entrepreneur, and podcaster. The mission of this show is to deliver empowering conversations, ideas, and perspectives to help you overcome adversity, level up, and unlock your vision of success. Thanks for tuning in. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome to The Relentless Life, episode number 16. Here with you today, I am your host, Chance Galloway, and I have one of my uh, dear friends who probably known for, what, about two and a half years now, Uh, and uh, his name's Luke, and Luke is, uh, he works for his family's um, chiropractic uh, family company, and that's where I've been receiving treatment for the last uh, two years, and it's, it's it's been a journey. Um, Luke is uh, Luke's currently working and just he's he's looking for what he wants to do in his future. But he's someone who has an open mind and and shares a lot of the same thoughts and ideas that I do. And every time that I I go into the office to get adjusted and receive my EMS, we always have really really good conversations. And that's why I wanted to get him on the podcast so he can share his perspective on life with you guys, and, and, I, and I believe that it's of value, which is why he's on the show today, and uh, we're not, we're not going to cover one specific topic, we're just going to let this thing ride out, and uh, we, we just recorded 15 minutes of, um, of non-air time, but I'm kind of mad that I didn't, <laughs> I didn't put it in because that was a lot of good stuff, but we're, we're really going to get into it today and, and discuss topics such as you know the universe, maybe a little bit bit about uh, comprehending what affinity is, um, uh, definitely going to cover technology, ritualistic behavior, and, uh, and and just really uncover some things that maybe um, you don't think about on a daily basis. And that's that's why, that's maybe where the show is going to start to shift. You know, I know this is called The Relentless Life, and, and that's what the show is about. We're going to we're gonna touch on that just as we do in every episode, but I really want to get more intellectual and, and think differently today and just question. I would say that today's episode is on questioning yeah. and we're going to question a whole lot of topics. This is going to be a, uh, a fairly long episode. I'm already predicting it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, without further ado, uh, here's my friend Luke and uh, and I look forward to, to the podcast. Luke, welcome. Hi, hi. man? <laughs> good, good. So, uh, so we're gonna get right into it, and you know, I know we were talking before we actually got on air today about you know everything. Yeah. Um, you were you, you have such a um, open mind to things, and I know that's what we were discussing yeah. before this. Very open and very just, it's out there. Yeah. You know, not many people think that way. You know, think on that level that we do. Yeah. And whenever I come in, you know, as I, as I was saying, to get adjusted. We have these conver- these five ten minute conversations, and it just it just keeps rolling. Yeah, you know, and, and you you mentioned to me a lot that you speak this way to other people, yeah. and they can't really understand it, and then sometimes they get frustrated or angry. Yes. Yeah. Um, touch on that a little bit, like like discuss your mindset and how that like affects the way that you. Know, socialize and, and, and interact with other people because you're so different. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Get on that. I right, think so. Yeah. Pretty much, 
I like to think I'm really open-minded, but sometimes I think I'm too open-minded because mm-hmm. I don't have a solid belief. You know, I'm always <laughs> considering new subjects. You're bouncing around a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'm always <laughs> bouncing around because I think it's insane to think that I know for sure of anything, mm-hmm. which is insanity, of course. But So I'm always thinking differently, basically. But I, I like to think critically in life because I see all these people, and it's, it's, I call them thought loops. They, they get stuck in a way of thinking that it was preached to them or told to them in any shape or thought form. Loops. And they're stuck in it. They don't. They don't get out of this realm of thought. They're not able to elevate their their way, their ideas, their perceptions, mm-hmm. their reactions in life. They can't. They, it's like an autopilot that's pre-installed in you. And I saw it when I was growing up. My um, parents. It, what really started is we were Christian when I was like eight. Okay. And we switched to Messianic Jude, Judaism. So <laughs> it really wow. flipped. It's like a. That's it, like a complete. Yeah, it was so different. It how was, so, was that on? How was that on the house? Um. Well, there's no more Christmases. No more personal presents. So I was like pretty. I was pretty teed off. Still to this day. Yeah. Is that no. It? No. Well, yeah. We have Christmas to this day. You don't need. I mean, you don't need to get into it too much if you don't want. But that's yeah. interesting. Well, it is it, evolved over. The years. Okay. That's what I'm saying is that was like the beginning of even my own evolution as long as my family is of their mindset. Okay. And it, I went to synagogue. I've been around people. No who way. Were Hebrew. Yeah. I went to temple after temple. I used to wear a yarmulke. Yeah. I used to. I ate uh, kosher for a long time. Dude, there's a lot time. I didn't know about you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. No, yeah, man. I have a rabbi. I still talk to him. But I haven't gone to temple in years. I'm not Jewish by any means. I don't want to say that, and I have nothing against Judaism. Right, right. I don't think they're wrong. I just don't like to label myself. Sure. But I really appreciate it. And that's what really got the ball rolling, because in Christianity, I really um, noticed that, like, not one, like, I realized that um, religions, yes. like, in some places, at some churches, not all, but they're very stuck to it. Like, this is it, and it's really repetitive. It's like an AA meeting. It's <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hi, my name's Luke, and I'm a Christian. Like, you know, like, <laughs> that's it. And, like, Jesus saved my life, and that's why I'm here, and, like, sure. that's it. But I, I believe there's more to the story and more to what these people are telling me. And when I went to synagogue and I talked to the rabbi, it was, it was very different to me. Because I told him, I, I came up with a whole concoction of, like, the story of the Garden of Eden, and I told him it, and he goes, dude, that could be right. And I'm like, dude, I've never had a priest tell me that. I've always had him tell me, like, because I expect you guys to know. That's the first time I had someone in authority tell me that's completely malleable. The story, like, not entirely, mm-hmm. but it, it's not what we think it is. And a lot of people, I believe, are born thinking a lot of things, not just religion, but a lot of things are just, that's just the way it is. I'm not saying the book is wrong, but the way that they're looking at it, there's a lot of different ways. So many. Same with science. Yeah, same with everything. People yeah. don't apply certain concepts to other things anymore. They just look at it and they stay in its own lane. Like, for example... Like, I, I think I was talking about this with you uh, at my jobs. Like, I always, I saw this in a video somewhere. It made me think about the universe. Like, I heard you talking about infinity. Is that if you were to take in, in, a se- like, in a session, two, four, six, eight, like, all even numbers, right? And say yeah. those even numbers go on infinitely yep. in a row. Say yeah. two, four, six, eight, that's four numbers, right? And then one, two, three, four, that's a normal number line. Let's say that starts right next to it. Like, they're racing. Sure. One, two, three, four. Those are four numbers compared to two, four, six, eight. Mm-hmm. So technically, if you compare the even numbers to all of the numbers, there should be more all like there should be more numbers in general that exist than would, just even numbers, you right? Would think. But technically, it's not. They're the same because they both are infinite. So when you divide infinity but by two, it's still infinity. So technically, that's like me taking a piece <laughs> out of a chocolate bar, but the chocolate bar is still whole, and then I have a whole other chocolate bar. Right. Seriously, that's it. That's all it is. And it doesn't make sense. But when you're dealing with infinity, if the chocolate bar was infinite, it would make complete sense. Because so, it's infinite. Exactly. So now think of the universe. People, You're like, okay, so that's a number concept. Let's just apply that to numbers and leave it there in that corner. No, yes. let's apply that to the universe now. The universe is infinite. Yeah. It goes on forever. So let's say humanity exists now. 
Let's say it takes a million, kajillion, quadrillion years to make another fucking humanity. You know what I mean, bro? Yeah. Just another one, poof, we're here. And then let's say it takes a million of those just to make one that is almost exactly like this where there's someone who sort of resembles me. Yeah. It still means that in the sense of eternity, all the time in between those doesn't matter. Right. Because it's an infinite. There's no end. So that's why things like that, people can perceive things like that with math. But they don't do that anymore. Nobody teaches critical thinking in schools. They don't. It's weird. That's what's wrong with the education system. They're teaching us parabolas and it's like, what? (laughs) Yeah, man. It's it's repetitive. You're not going to be an engineer. There's stuff that you don't need to know. I mean, yeah. It's very weird, man. Like, I heard a rumor once. I don't know if it's true, but I heard that uh, math is there just to teach you how to follow rules. Like, yeah, or do what you're told because you're just following, like, precise procedures. Society. Our society is trying to confine us. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yes. And yes. not many people see that, though. Mm-hmm. You know, you go through the formal education system, and then you got yeah. two routes. You or three routes. You either go into the workforce, you join the military, or you go to college. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. You're, you're, like, almost programmed to go into, you know, yeah. one of those routes. And that's why I like entrepreneurship so much is because you yeah. create your own route. Exactly. You're not following what society is telling you to do. You're creating what you want to do. Yeah. And it's powerful. Exactly. You know, and that's the way that you think, the way that I think. And some of the other guests on the show, the reason why I bring them on the show is because they like to think outside the box. Yeah. You know, that entrepreneur type of a mindset. And it's, it's crazy, man. Definitely, man. I think everybody should think like an entrepreneur. And that's one thing I was labeled a lot growing up, and I never really even understood different. the word. Like in school, like I would drop out of class, I would not go, I wouldn't do anything. Yeah. They'd give me the principal's office, and I would talk to them for like 30 minutes and convince them that I'm not like I'm not dumb. And they'd be like, you know what? And they would always say, and I always thought it was their being demeaning. I didn't know what they meant, but they always told me to be an entrepreneur. Like maybe school is not for you. You need to be an entrepreneur. Right. I thought that was a bad thing. I'm and like, I'll like, show what you. What does that mean? Like, I'm not gonna be no entrepreneur. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You just really, yeah. yeah. But they were literally just trying to figure out my life for me. So like, you know, maybe this isn't for you. Right. Obviously, they're trying to tell me, I see now, that I clearly have an okay head on my shoulders. I just am defiant. I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. I want to clearly do it my way. So that's what I did. And that's the mindset of an entrepreneur. Now, it I is. took it to an extreme. But you just do what you want and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, man. Right. And that's, no, yeah. There's no point in being afraid because I feel, I heard a quote once that the biggest mistake you'll make in your life is settling for less than what you're worth. You know what I mean? Yeah. I forget that's what context quote. I heard that, but... It really makes you think because I don't want people to think too much about it. Think, oh, damn, did I settle? Like, no, if you're happy, man, you're happy. But if you feel like you cheated yourself, don't feel like you need to compare yourself. Oh, you didn't settle because that girl doesn't think you're cool because you're not like her millionaire boyfriend. No, if you're happy, you're happy. Right. But if you feel like you personally cheated yourself, who gives a shit what everyone else thinks? Personally, when you go home every day, they say you're super successful. You want to be a fisherman and you're horribly miserable and you're a lawyer and you just have so much goddamn work, you want to catch some fucking crappie, and you want to go home and just eat that shit on your boat. You know what I mean? If you feel like you cheated yourself, man, yes. you settled for less. It doesn't have to do with money, wealth, and power. It's, your, it's you. Yeah. It's, it's subjective. It's to yourself what it means to you, man. Yes, it is. And <clears throat> I think people are too asphyxiated on those big numbers, especially in America. The bigger, the better. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And that's what we're that's what we're taught, too. Yeah, exactly, bro. The more the better. You know, more power, more money, uh, more... Look at the media, bro. All they talk about is designer now. They're just representing brands and showing off gold chains that are worth more than five of my houses. Like, yeah. It's so, it's so frivolous. It's ridiculous. It's flashy, man. And that's what... Yeah. It's retarded. It's like, just like, why'd you do that? To show you guys I have it. But like, that's energy. If you think of it, think of... 
literally money is a unit of time because someone had to achieve it by earning it. Yes. And so when you're, yes. that dude has a gold chain. See, that's, that's the a, kind of thinking yeah. that I like, man. That's exactly. No one thinks of money as yeah. as, as that. It's true. I mean, you don't just get money. No, you don't. You don't. Even yeah. if you buy a lottery ticket, you invested time in buying that ticket to. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So that's a very... I don't really think about that, man. I don't make a lot. Sometimes I'll like divide things up. I'm like, wow, that, I didn't spend that much. I'm like, you know, I did spend four hours of my time. Right. And I realized like that, it makes me think. But when yeah. I compare myself to other people, especially when you see rappers and stuff throwing $100 on a shirt, I'll buy a $100 shirt. But well, that's like 10 hours of my time. Right, exactly. $150 shirt. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like not good. Uh-huh. But you no know, one thinks like that, man. Nope, nope. It's like, what is it worth to you? Like all this clothes I have on now, I got from Target. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm not even trying to be all hipster. I wanted a polo shirt. My brother came here. I got brainwashed. <laughs> and he's like, let's go shopping because he's my older brother. He yeah, always yeah. used to dress me. You know, I was about to get a How polo. much older is he than you? Eight years. Eight years older? Yeah. So he'd always give me his clothes. I always had big baggy clothes. Right. He would give me nice stuff. And mm-hmm. I never bought my own stuff. And so it was like a tradition. He would help me buy stuff every year, usually the holidays when my parents give me money. So this year I have my own money. And he's just sure. like, screw, let's go with some clothes for all time's sake. Nothing wrong with that. I bought three pairs of jeans. I bought a grab polo shirt. Dude almost grabbed that shit out of my hand and slapped me. He's like, dude, dude, you're paying for a brand, man. Like, you know, like, you ever heard, like, that dude from, what was it, like, uh, Into the Wild? That's how it felt like I was talking to. Society, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's my brother. I get him because me and him are exactly like in that thought. So I, I, I kind of felt like I portrayed myself after he left because I'm like, dude, I used to be like that. Yeah. I about bought a $100 shirt. You saw it from. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't I don't like the shirt. I do. I wish I have it, but I'm not gonna buy it now. My brother <laughs> took me to Target. I bought a bunch of good shit, and I realized I barely spent anything, man. Yeah, yeah. I barely spent anything. It's it's a perspective. It's mindset. Like how you carry yourself. Really, are people gonna look at me more like interestingly if I had a hundred twenty five dollar polo shirt? It's not why I wear it because it looks really colorful and dope. But dude, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's not. <clears throat> if it's worth it to you, you like the artistry. Yeah, sure. But, but really, and that's what matters. It's, it's dumb. Yeah. It's the dumbest part, bro. We're, we're literally devolving ourselves. Like, we went from nature to literally abusing our own species via, what is it, like, insecurities. That's a word for it. Yes. Insecurities and mental illness. We're, we're abusing our own, our own species because that's how we get money. You gotta make them insecure. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta make them a little fearful so that they'll buy makeup, put on their face, and some right. clothes and guns and stuff. And that know? that money is associated with power, and it's it's yeah. just bringing a different type of a mindset to yeah. the whole game. It's We're like comparing story, ourselves. I told you earlier. I know they didn't hear it, but that story. I'll quick like you know the bongos and the tootsies. Was anything different before? Like was anything any better before after they left? Right. No. And there's still two different tribes, but one was just perceived better. Right. It's a mindset. It's just, and it does. And what the story is, because I know we started it now, yeah. so I'll restart it. You restart, yeah, yeah go, go I was, over it. I was basically talking about the, the colonization of Africa, and I'll keep it short, but, you know, simple, so you understand it. Mm-hmm. And basically, there's two tribes, the Bongos and the Tutsis. And the Brits, they showed up in the 1700s or so, and they saw the Bongos and the Tutsis, yeah, and they put their fucking rifles to them. They're like, hey, basically, they're like, hey, motherfucker. This is what you're going to do. Yeah, listen, this is what you're going to do. Y'all motherfuckers are going to pick apples for me. And, or I'm not going to shoot you in the head. Right. And they're like, okay. And being scared, they did it for a while. And of course, this the idea, the mindset of us to survive, we want to survive as a species, that part of our species will sacrifice themselves. Hence warriors. Yes. They will run and they'll sacrifice a group. So when they realize there's less British people compared to African tribes, well, they'll take them out. And the Brits know this. Right. They know this very well. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they implement something called 
colonization. Yes. People might have heard it in school and they didn't realize how sadistic and fucked up it they is. They played the smart war yeah. on it. Yeah. After I tell you this, guys, think of think of Thanksgiving because that just passed for us. Think of after I tell you this story, think of the Indian story over again. Tell me your mind's not fucking blown. I'm telling you this. It's fucked up. They did other shit. They're not telling you the whole story, man. Right. If they did to Africa. They showed up. There's these two tribes. Let's say they, for conversation's sake, they picked apples, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say they every day they picked apples and eventually they noticed a little defiance in their eyes. And they're like, okay, so they start treating the bongos better than they treat the tootsies so that they create some separation between the two. They create some separation, so then they start paying them better for the same job. They start teaching them their rules. They get to know them. They get to understand them. They teach them English. They, quote, unquote, civilize these people. And then the tootsies, they don't know shit, man. All of a sudden, their neighbors... What's going on? Yeah, yeah they think it's some hoodoo voodoo bullshit. Right, like, right. Dude, they're doing spells on the fucking bongos. They're speaking in funny languages. Yeah. They're riding on animals now. Like, you know what I mean? They don't know what the hell's going on. And they go up, and they're like, dude, we do the same thing every day in the field. Why are you getting paid more? And they're like, because they say that you guys are some backward savages and yada yada. Right. And, it, and really, it just... They create tension between the two because they they see each other as the same. So then, when one's exalted above the other, he doesn't see that person as that. So he will want. He's like, "Fuck you! You think you're better than me? We literally do the We're same this, job, right? It's insanity. What makes you any different exactly. than me? Why are you privileged? So they Why start you... chopping off some bongos' heads, bro. They start fucking up their shit, right. ransacking their villages, stealing their stuff. It's created a civil war, man. That was very smart on the British yeah. because now instead of it's the law them colonizing man. against. Exactly. Yep. The law of polarization. You create two opposing forces. You create a never-ending cycle. Mm-hmm. Guess throughout the entirety of that civil war who was benefiting from their, their proceedings, you know, the things they got. The fucking British. The British yeah. For hundreds of years, oh, they were sure. fighting each other. And guess who's still handing them? Guess what dumbasses are still handing them apples with guns to their heads? They don't even see the gun anymore. They just hand them apples. Yeah, they're, yeah. Just, they're too fixated on each other, man. Right. Nothing the story with the Indians. Supposedly, some Indians didn't like each other. They helped them fight in their civil wars all of a sudden. Sounds fishy. Sa- yeah. Comes yeah. from England, too, huh? Sounds familiar, yeah. Sounds like colonization like how they call it the colonization of America yeah but people don't realize they literally use mind tricks because they have to mass manipulation too that's what that is you know and they think of it as sadistic but in all actuality a long time ago it was almost necessary people did it it's just people took over continents but now Mm -hmm. I feel like we need to be aware of these principles today you have to be you have to be but and that's that's the thing though not many people are not Not many people think like that Mm -hmm. and it begs the question you know where is the future heading? Like, where, yeah. what direction are we heading? You know, it's like, are we getting more blind or are we becoming more aware? Right. That's how I feel right. Like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because you know, I, I know you're not, you're not in school right now. Yeah. So you, but we're the same. We're the same age. We're two years apart, right? You're what twenty? Yeah, I'm twenty two. So we're in the same age group, but I don't know if you see this the way I do, but a lot of the people around me, it's it could just be the college scene. Yeah. But I, I just feel as though that our generation is. It's we're, it's different. We're off, like yeah. we're off. Yeah. We're you know, more I, and more off every year. You know, there's good. There's don't get me wrong. There's goods and bads, just yeah. like any other generation. But it's kind of it, it's scary, you know, and it, it makes yeah. me think like, well, where are we heading? What that do you think about true. that? Like, what, what do you think about it? Just yeah. like with with uh, I, I don't know, man. There's just there's so much. We'll put this into perspective, man. You know how people think of the discovering of America and like um, like when electricity was discovered in your fucking history books going to school, you're like, in ancient times, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was in the faraway land a long, long time ago. And then you're like getting older. Guess how guess how old electricity is? Guess. That's from Thomas Edison, right? Yeah. Well, no, a little further back. It's like uh, it was 141 years ago they discovered electricity. Only. That's that's one well, and a half people ago. That's, that's nothing. Yeah, that's one yeah. and a half people ago. We can live to 100 years. That's when you say it like people, when you bro. say it like that, yeah. yeah. 
No, think of think of this. The last person to die from the Civil War of America that fought for our founding fathers when they discovered this fucking country died in 1980, 1985, during when our parents were alive. They could have met this guy. It really puts into perspective. We we just got here, bro. We just got here, but we're so we're such a uh, ongoing species. We're definitely invasive. You know, we're an invasive species. Oh, for sure. If we we don't acknowledge that, and we keep embracing all these myths of ourselves. We don't acknowledge that. We're gonna kill ourselves. We're gonna kill ourselves. Maybe we're a lot older than we are, and we've done this over and over again. We have a pre-instilled like self-destruction switch in us. You know what I mean? Seriously <laughs> though, because it seems like we're far too advanced for our own planet. It's almost like we know we're going to destroy ourselves, but we're almost and, getting ready for it at the same time. And the rate at which we're moving with this technology age yeah. is unreal. Well, think, unreal. Of what, think of what they're doing, bro. We're going to Mars. We're going to fucking Mars. Why? Should we fix the oceans and stuff? Fuck, let's go to Mars and yeah. just start over. How insane. Yeah. That's fucking weird. If, insane if you were to species. say that in our, you know, 20 years yeah. ago when our parents were our age, oh, they would dude. think you're just, oh, dude. which begs, a, which makes you think like, well, what are, what are we going to be thinking when yeah. we're 40? 50 years old. Dude, dude that's crazy. Have you ever like, heard of... Uh, it's only 20 years away. Bro, this is a fun topic. 20 Look at this. years. Have you ever heard of the technological singularity? Elon Musk has been talking about it. Stephen Hawking's been talking about it. Well, before he died, he's actually warning us about it. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them are actually... I mean, it's just... They're not just talking about it, they're warning us about it, pretty much. Because it's... And these, these, are, these are gentlemen that, yeah. if you don't know who they very are... Very smart. Are very freaks just... Freaks of nature. Freaks of nature. We were talking about genetic yeah. mutations. That's what they... That's are. what I think, yeah. That's what we both think that they are. There's no secret regimen. There's no secret workout they do. They're just fucking aliens or they're mutants, guys. They right. know things that we don't. You were the one that was telling me that you think Elon Musk is an alien. I do, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I believe it, but I think it's a possibility guys sure, sure how the hell this guy sleeps four day four hours a night and he's making runs like, tesla spacex yeah. I, I was watching the joe rogan elon musk uh episode yeah. on joe rogan's uh podcast today and he was talking about that he sold out twenty thousand flamethrowers he's got yeah. boring business or whatever Holy he shit. does all this stuff and he yeah. like you say he sleeps four hours like how just is he dude. functioning he's just a dude just he's like just us like you and me yeah. like it's like i was saying before except like, for way better yeah <laughs> so, that's why I always try to tell people they're like he's just a dude they're like no well he has something well no he has something in him guys because when they say oh well Elon Musk only sleeps four hours a, a night I can do that well he also drinks Pepsi all day I think or some soda which isn't healthy so it's not signifying that he's doing it for his brain health which less sleep is actually worse for your brain mm -hmm. he's just so smart that he like literally unlocks that's something that's exactly what it is he's a fucking human dude he literally he, had a, he probably has a, a mutation in his, in his DNA to where he can obtain cognitive ability even under like the lowest like stress of like He's he has he has like two hours of sleep every night for a fucking week, and he makes a Tesla guys like. Right. Yeah, his like, his mind is just more yeah, activated. There's there's exactly. more hot spots up there. Exactly. And he talks about his, his ideas always bouncing around. Yeah. Like, could you imagine just like brushing your teeth before you went to bed, and all <laughs> you were thinking about was just like crazy oh. ideas nonstop. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't. I don't think I would want that. No, dude. That's how I feel like I am partially, but not all the time. Sometimes right. I feel like I drive myself crazy. Honestly, right, but that's when you you're just like I right, I gotta go yeah, out. You and take a break. Yeah, you know what I mean. Let me just yeah. hang out with a friend that just plays Fortnite for hours. <laughs> like yeah, oh that's another. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. It's another topic. But anyway, fucking the 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 singularity, technological singularity, is far most the most interesting thing and the most exciting and scary thing I've ever heard in my fucking mm -hmm. life. No one talks about it, and it's when technology gets to the point to where it's so advanced that it advances itself. 
where we create an AI robot, which is coming soon. People don't, yes, they don't anticipate this. Oh, and, I know. And, and, any, and if, a lot of it's hidden too. I yeah, guarantee you, all this stuff has already been. I mean, yes. first of all, it's already been thought up and sketched yeah. out by guys like Elon Musk. But exactly. there's stuff that we. Oh, Elon Musk opposes it, bro. He's scared. He bro, says this oh, is yeah. the biggest thing. He says he stays up nights because he's scared of AI robots. I'm like, holy shit, should I be worried? <laughs> What's going on, <laughs> guys? Is this faster than I thought? That's Are we what I'm saying. Jetsons age. Mm-hmm. I'm literally telling you. And guys, 99% of people don't realize it. Yeah. Well. It's weird how fast we adapt to weird things, right? When something, say, I guarantee if we start flying cars after three years, no one's going to give a shit. I don't care. People be crashing their Honda Civics in the third-story building of, like, fucking, like, <laughs> office buildings and shit. You know what I mean? You get DUI. They don't care. Right. Like, no one – it's not special anymore. So when technology gets to the point to where there's a robot that's just as capable as a human being – it can send information to its brain, I think, 10,000 times faster. And it'll, oh so my. in theory, it will be able to create 20,000, you heard it right, not 200, not 2,000, 20,000 years of human accomplishments within the first week of this one robot's existence. What? One robot. Oh, that, Imagine that's, 100 of them. That's Imagine 1,000 of them. Matt, see, what I'm explaining is how our grandparents look at Snapchat, but that's how we're going to feel every day of our lives. And it's going to be so new. We're going to be like, if it's thought, if it's plausible, those, robo- those robots will make it. And, and They'll the, make it. And the movies like iRobot and all yes. these like out yeah. there, that's going to be yeah. like a real thing. Because exactly. we've given them power, and now there's nothing we can do to outsmart exactly. them. And, see, the, where and they don't feel emotion. They don't feel... Yeah. See, that's where I feel like it leads, is people are like, well, they're going to kill us. Well, personally, and I'm not like all smart as... Elon Musk, but I don't think so. It's a, it's a fucking computer. They don't have emotions. They don't feel wrath. They don't want greed. They don't want to steal my castle. You program them to do something and, and yeah, they're gonna do it. They don't want to sleep with my wife. There's a fucking <laughs> computer. You know what I mean? It doesn't give a shit. It's just programmed to mimic it. It's like a mirror. Right. I believe. But I believe people could be behind it and do bad shit with it, man. It's not good. Oh my gosh. But imagine that. Every day you'd be like, oh look, time travel's made today, sweetie. Now they can go back and they can look at history by looking at the carbon dating of photons. What? They can turn on the TV and see, like, Abraham Lincoln giving a speech. Like, how the fuck are you doing this shit? This is magic, bro. That's how it's going to feel every day. Oh, yeah. Because the flow of information is going to be so fast, it's going to be unfathomable. But what if we get to that point and, say, a solar flare happens? That's an EMP. That's it. It sends out all technology and we become dependent on the supercomputer. Fucking dead. You yeah. see, you gotta have one foot in the door and one foot out of the door. That's my motto with everything in life. Mm. You always have to be a little stable upon yourself. Always, in any situation. So even almost like, like being overcommitted. Exactly. Yeah. You can't depend on anything external for too long. So that's as a species, we can't. Electricity and, and technology is external. Granted, it's very useful. I'm not saying let's go live in the woods. <laughs> That'd be fucked. Right. But I'm saying we should probably pick up a stick every once in a while and go outside, Just catch to be a fish. Prepared. Yeah. Yeah, man. They say if the electricity went out, 85% of the population would die up. You know why? 85? Live- oh, yeah. 85. 85%? Yes. Wow. Within the first year. Wow. Year. Yeah, it's, a whole, it's 12 months. That's it. Yeah. Because we'd be killing each other and shit. You know why? Because we live in an era, not hate on anyone, but where people who naturally wouldn't survive are surviving. And then when it comes time to survive, they're not fucking gonna. No, no. And they well, I mean, we're so- a lot softer now. Yeah, exactly. Even the tough ones. America. I heard a quote that, um, what was it? That tough guys create good times. Good times create weak guys. Weak guys create hard times. Hard times create tough guys, never and tough cycle. guys create good times. Never ending cycle. Seriously, man. Seriously, what I think it is is like we have to, as a species, we have to learn the hard way, sometimes, and yeah. then we get it, and we're like, fuck yeah, we're balling for a little bit, and then we lose it, we lose it, and, and we fall right to, back into that. Exactly. Yeah. 
that's why I feel like a lot of these ancient religions, that's almost what they signify is that there's some cycle on our planet or our species where it's like light and dark, where this takes over than that. I'm not going to get too into it. Sure. You see what I mean, though. Mm-hmm. If you really read into these things, so they talk about it. And that's why I say I feel like the predisposed like, self-destruction switch. It sounds far out there because it is. It definitely is. It definitely all this is, stuff yeah. we're talking about is far out there. Very far out there. <laughs> crazy. Maybe it's not probable at all. I don't know. I like the idea of it. But think of it, though. An invasive species, how does it prolong itself? We're really advanced. So what if our subconscious, evolutionarily-wise, like our species is a lot more advanced than we realize? Right. Because we're a lot smarter than we know because cognitively we can only access certain percentages of our DNA. You know what I mean? So what if when we get to the point of self-destruction, we just fuck ourselves and we just survive because we peak and we go back down. We peak and go back down. You realize their first instinct is to go to Mars. That's insanity. They're literally trying to shoot people in a giant metal rocket into another planet rather than pick up garbage off the fucking beach. Mm. We're an insane species. It's almost like we've done this before. Like, it's in our DNA. We're like, you know what? It's about that time. Elon Musk is already building a plane and shit. Like, yeah. they're like, it's about that clock. Yeah, yeah. It's like even all the famous and all the, uh, they say it's about 12 minutes to midnight right now. You ever heard that expression? I've never heard that expression. 12 minutes to midnight in universal time, which means it's 12 minutes till, till doomsday. Ah. species, yeah. But that's equated to... 12, uh, a, a day they're using as a smaller scale as like a, a universal day, which is like, I forget how long, like billions of years. Jeez. Encompassed into a cycle of 24. Of 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. So we can understand it. You know, that's where the saying as above, so below comes in. So you can comprehend big shit like that. If you, like, for example, if you were to compare um, an atom to the universe, or at least our solar system, they would look kind of identical. Yeah. So you can use them in metaphors to understand each other. Same goes with other things. It doesn't matter what level, small, exactly. medium, large. They're all cycles you can that compare them all. Recording. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like the law of polarity, that's what I was saying. The only thing that atoms are are positive and negative charges. Mm-hmm. The only thing that people are when they're conflicting in like a war is the law of polarity. It's the same law. It's a physical law. Right. It's physics in a way. You know, Democrat, Republican, that's polarity. I'm not saying that's per- on purpose, but it's polarity. They're polarizing concepts, and that's why they're so strong. Red and blue, Pepsi and Coke. Always. Why do you think they're so strong, Pepsi and Coke? Right. They polarize each other. They're always competing. So it creates so it creates friction, you know, like friction, enough energy so that people can be aware of those two things. They just, in a way, they perpetuate each other. They keep pushing in each other's direction. Like, kind of like how you see PC versus Mac, you know, or... Uh, uh, fucking what was it? PlayStation versus Xbox. Why? Yes. Are, why are there always two sets? There's never three sets facing each other. There's never four sets facing each other. It's always, always two, two. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot of polarity for you. This is a concept. People always get very dumbfounded when I tell them the shit because they think it's whatever I'm explaining it in that context. This is a subject you can use or a concept you can use in any context if you can apply it right. You can use it with atoms. You can use it with people. You can right. use it with mindsets. You can use it with real things like hot and cold. It's it's literally a building block of reality right. and that's why you got to be wary of these things because when you notice if you if you have any inclination that you're going to be you're being manipulated in your life at all by any whether it be marketing you know like companies or governments or whatever the hell you believe your parents <laughs> i don't know but like fucking if people use these things even unknowingly on people as manipulation tactics they pin people against each other even people they'll tell you you go to in, in jail don't listen to people because they pin people against each other because yep. they don't like you. They spread rumors and all of a sudden you don't you hate that motherfucker and that dude pinning y'all against each other is getting something from both of y'all somehow. Right. It's literally, yeah. He didn't know that. That dude's not a master like Egyptian like mythology and right. he knew the law of polarity. No. Just like with the British Tootsies yeah. and Bongos. Just same figured same out. exact thing. Just yeah. 
Simple as that. Just yeah. figure it out one day. He's like, yeah, that works. Yeah. And until you bring it to, until you bring that like thought to fruition, you don't actually. Yeah. It's not you. It's not something that you just think about. Yeah. But that's what I like about dissecting things such as that. Yeah. It's like it's so basic and so there that you completely overlook Definitely. it and overstep it. Definitely. It's that's the that's how that's a good way to put it, man. They're the basic building blocks that we overlook every single day. Every single day and there's so many yeah. of them. Oh, dude. And maybe if we could all take a step back, like we live such a fast-paced lifestyle with technology, with social media at the literally at our fingertips, bro. Yeah. Like it's, it's too fast. It's crazy. Too fast. I have this app, it's called Moment and it tracks your time, your screen time. Really? It's a very very good app because it allows you to see um, not only where you're spending your time, but how much time you're spending on your phone. Yeah. And I came to find out that I've been spending between three to four and a half hours a day shit. on my phone. Now, granted, I do a lot of social media marketing and stuff like that, yeah. but you know, some of it, yeah, I catch myself scrolling, and yeah. and that's not healthy. It is, man. You're and right. It's, it's freaking crazy, man. No, like, now you say that because, like, like I said, man, I'm not gonna lie. I got in trouble. You know, I was away for a while. I didn't have any technology, and I got back. I'm like, I'm not gonna use it. I had a radio. I told yeah. myself, I'm not going to buy nothing. I'm not going to get Pandora. I'm going to listen to my AM, FM radio. I still have it. It's a little pocket walk, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's all I did every day. I drank my tea and I walked around, drank coffee and I listened to my radio. Uh-huh. And I read books and I felt better. And then I get home and I slowly start using my computer. Yep. I slowly stop eating consistently. Slowly start losing my sleep cycle. Slowly start using things that release dopamine. But yep. I'm, I'm releasing yep. more and more dopamine. And it turns out dopamine is just the anticipation of something. So when you actually get it, you don't feel anything. You just are happy and the idea that you might get it. That's literally just insane, bro. That's yes, what dopamine is. That is. Yeah. That's why some people don't want like that that cliche where like people do you really want to achieve your dreams? You just want to chase it like the idea of it. That's dopamine. It's like sure. you just like the idea of chasing it when you get there, you're like, fuck, the game's right, like, over. Right, exactly. Yeah. I've already achieved it. Exactly. That's yes. why you see famous people get like sad and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. You have because they've more. already yeah. that's why you hear of actors such as yeah. Who was it? Uh, Robin Williams. Right. Yeah. Robin from Williams Hunter's or that Robin, dude from Lincoln Park. Yeah. Soul, but yeah. Singer, yeah. Yep. Chester. Um, what's his last name? Woman. I don't know his name to be honest, but I listen to his music. Man made good music. Man, it's sad, but oh, it really it's very puts sad. the perspective. But yeah, because, exactly. It's uh, dude. They're selling lifestyles to you. It's, it's obvious, but it's not at the same time. It's very eluding because you're like, why would they be selling just the lifestyle of making money? Well, what the fuck do you think makes an economy, dude? <laughs> what do you think makes an economy? Like, you have to be rich to get that girl. It'd be nice. I'm not saying it would be nice to be rich, but to think you can't get a fine girl, a nice wife, or a good life without enough A bunch of money. Yeah. yeah. That's myth, dude. It it's is. It's not real. They're selling it to you so they can create their world. Yes. What they're doing and you is... you fall into that funnel. Yeah. They're unknowingly and knowingly at the same time hijacking the population's perspective on reality so they can morph it. Dude, I'm not saying one person's doing quote it. That. Yeah, that's seriously. good. Quote that by Luke. That's, that's me. That's good. <laughs> that's what they're doing, man. It's 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 very. I I can't say if it's intentional or unintentional, but if it's intentional. It's very sadistic. It's fucked. But mm-hmm. think of it though. Think of if someone was in control of all the media in the world. They could literally control reality. What's in style? What do people like? What do people eat, man? It's weird to think, man. But I kind of lately I've been really thinking about not so much like that conspiracy type of a mindset, but I've. I've been coming to like my own consensus on I really do think that there are we are being controlled. Yeah. We are. Yeah. And it's it's there for us to see. It's just not many people exactly. are willing to see it. Even do if you know it's what I'm saying? Just because it's it yeah. is it's 
even if it's not as far as of a government, like Nike's definitely controlling us because ads are targeted to go after your subconscious, dude. Yes. It literally, my, I, I knew somebody who went to school for marketing. They told me it's all psychological, dude. They use colors, they use symbols, they use different things, they mm-hmm. infer things. It's very, very complicated. It's, it's manipulative. And you know what's interesting is a long time ago, a long time ago, you know how people used to talk about magicians, like the magic people from a long time ago. The ancient Egyptians, they did magic, and so did the people, there were English cults that did magic, yep. and the people in Africa said they did magic on us. The definition of magic before was just cause and effect, bro. It's like when I do a card trick for you. you is that real magic? Mm-mm. It actually is, though, because I did something. Oh. I created an after effect that you can't definition. explain. It's a magic effect, because to you, it's a magic concept. Sure. But really, that's what magic is. So the law, law of polarization, when they polarize somebody, they create a specified outcome without anyone anticipating it. That's magic. That's at least in ancient terms, that was magic. And now we have a Hollywood version of that word so that we misinterpret the past. We misinterpret what they're trying to tell us. Yes. You know what I mean? That's It's literally like, for example, the word apocalypse. Like, I don't know what context I use this, but that means the unveiling of a truth. In 2012, maybe everyone would freak the fuck out if they thought that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. The end of the world. The unveiling of a truth. They just think, hear the word apocalypse. Like, really, like that doesn't even imply anything. It's a word, and it means what it means. Yes. What if the whole time it meant what that, which it did? It just means the unveiling of a truth. Why did everyone shit their pants? Why was there a doomsday mm-hmm. clock? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense, but it's because of mistranslation, man. That it's happens it. to a lot of stuff. <laughs> exactly. Every time. Because you know? language is malleable. Yes. Language is malleable. I will tell you malleable. one thing I've been waiting to tell someone, especially recorded, bro, because this is my hypothesis, like a theory on why things change the way they do. Yes. I'm not saying this is what happened, but this is, could happen yeah. one day, or it could have already happened. But let's say, for example, we'll say today, right now, let's say that the world was coming to an end. Sure. And there was a solar flare, and within 24 hours after the electricity goes out, all the nuclear power plants are going to blow up because there's no more electricity. So that's the end of the world, right. and we're going to sit here and wait in it. And things start blowing up. Some people survive. They go off in the cities and eventually into caves. Why are they going to caves? Because their backs are safe. They can see what's in front of them. They're afraid of what they don't know, so they want to see what's in front of them so they know right. what it is and kill them, put a fire in front of them. You know, and they'll be in survival mode. We'll be fighting ourselves for food and shit. Yeah. We'll be doing that for a while, and eventually people will chill out. The smart people get together and realize that those are the people that don't have survival skills, but they're the smart ones. And they're like, we should probably write some shit down. God damn it. Like, <laughs> we know the world's going to end. We'll be good Samaritans and write these things down for future generations. Mm-hmm. Let's say, in theory, they had the secret to everything. The secret formula, but let's just say, for conversation's sake, it's E equals MC squared. The law of whatever Albert Einstein relative, you know what I mean? <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> Some stuff he did. Let's say they wrote that down, all right? E equals MC squared, which is energy being converted and other energy, yada, yada. They mm-hmm. write it all into scientific terms into Spanish, Japanese, English, Vietnamese, right. Panjigese, Brazilian, whatever the hell other languages, they don't know. Mm-hmm. And then eventually 20,000 years goes by and they find it and you think, oh my God, they just learned everything. Nope, they speak a whole other language, dude. They look at that, that's some Rosetta Stone ass shit. They don't even know yeah. what is That's a Rosetta scripted. Stone. They're, right. like, they're like, who wrote this book, Aliens? Uh-huh. They don't understand that anymore. They use like 10 words at most. You know what I mean? So let's say that some other dude came along and he goes, hey, I know this is going to happen. And those motherfuckers, oh, excuse me, they, those dudes won't listen to me. So I am just going to tell my son a story. So this is the story he tells his son. He goes, all right, Jimmy John, this is the story of life. Right. right. Once upon a time, there was a great ball. And a man pushed that great ball forward and it moved with all of the greatness and might being transferred into that guy, into that ball. 
it transferred it and rolled and rolled and hit another ball, right. causing that ball to move forward with all the greatness and might that originally came from that man, and then it rolled. That's the story. And then he'd be like, oh, that's fucking cool, man. That's <laughs> awesome. They write it down. They tell it at campfires. And then eventually, 20, 30 years goes by. This guy is a warrior of a tribe. It's his religion. He it has just kids. Got, yeah, they create yeah. other tribes. Yeah. They talk about it. Now the story is like, so once upon a time, I slapped a horse on its ass, hit a rock, hit four other rocks, and it all moved together with its greatness. Another one would be like, the dude threw a horse a thousand miles, and it hit somebody, a giant, and hit another ball, and that ball rolled yeah, four stories are not even... Mind. Exactly. Relatively they get, close. They get vastly different. Yes. These civilizations get to each other and they're like, hey, uh, who are you? Well, I'm the man who's who? the king of the great ball who hit the other ball. Right. Goes, well, I'm the king of the horse who flew a thousand miles and hit Venus and I hit that ball. And he'd be like, what the hell are you saying to me? And the other guy would be like, well, I'm the, I'm the god of the ocean who hit the ball. What right. doesn't even make sense, Paul? You right. know what I mean? And then they start fighting each other. They start fighting each other because they don't understand each other. It's the <laughs> basis of all wars, misunderstanding. Yes. All the conflict. That's it. that's it. Even at your own house when you fight your siblings or whatever. I mean, that's, that's relatives. What fighting is. You just misheard them. You're like, fuck you, bitch. Like, you know what I mean? That's what they do. They fight. And it's interesting is you saw how gradually I created this retarded version of the story. You're like, how could I take the truth out of all these mixed, crazy versions of these stories? How do I get the truth out of all these stories? Right? You get the simplistic to idea. To one truth. Yeah, you get the simplistic to idea one truth. It's all just talking about energy transferring into another energy. That's it. That's all it as is. As complicated as it gets, as crazy as it yes. gets, that's all it is. Yeah. And that's what I think religion is. It's one big telephone game we're playing as a, as a species. Because how do people wow. who live in civilizations have stories that mimic other, they're like, well, they, they copy do. them. But historically, they, don't even, they shouldn't have even had contact with those people, let alone share mythologies. Yeah. How the fuck? In symbolism and writing and temples, it's almost like we were connected at one point and we knew something. Right. And, and then over time... Yeah. Everyone started to divide. Yeah, well, think of like think of Manhattan, man. Ma- imagine that for thirty thousand years. You think, oh, there'd be a bunch of metal beams and plastic. Pfft, they lied to you. That's just gone. Yeah. You see a car in the desert after thirty years, it's dissipated. Oh, it's gone. Sure. That Titanic. They said there was a flood. If there's the Titanic within the next two years, it's gonna be gone entirely. No more Titanic, bro. Imagine thirty thousand years. <laughs> 30,000 years. A long time. Dude, there'd be nothing. There'd be a bunch of rocks, the foundation, and then imagine being a caveman coming out, seeing yeah. that Rosetta Stone ass shit on the wall. You would be scratching it. Seeing Manhattan. This yeah. is like the pyramids now. That we see it, we don't understand it, and then it gives room for people to be like, well, this doesn't make sense. What is it? They're like, aliens. Mm. It's a, it could be us. Yeah. We could have done it and forgot. How do you not know? We just forgot. We just got stuck in survival mode for like who knows how long. Yeah. Made the pyramids. You know, after a while, people just start saying they made it. What if all the smart people just died one day and the dumb people just showed up? You know what I mean? There's nobody to make shit anymore. They're like, fell of the shit. No innovators. Yeah. No Elon Musk's. No, exactly. Those, you know. those people are gone. Yeah. It's like... Well, the world would be a different place at that point. I mean, you wouldn't uh, have... Yeah. It's, it just would be in a completely different direction. and Yeah. It's just... It's so know. weird, man. It is weird. It is weird. To think that, because it, I say that because the pyramids, though, are they don't make sense with modern-day technology. We, could, we couldn't even replicate the accuracy of the pyramids with modern-day technology. That's why you see crazy shows on the it History Channel. It blows my mind. Yeah. It blows my mind. How, how like, so long yeah. ago? How do they know about stars that were 20 billion light years away? How do they know the width and the, the how far away they were? And yeah. the names of them and how many were in the solar system? And they knew about two stars primarily called Sirius A and Sirius B. The Egyptians even mm-hmm. worshipped them. And our sun 
big thing about our sun is it revolves around those two stars. How would they know that? Right. You can't even see those stars with your eyes. It's not even a small dot. that You can't see that star. Right. 20 billion light years away, it's not within our... How, how did they have that technology? You know what? They mark that in history. They mark it as an anomaly, which means it doesn't make sense, so we just leave it the fuck alone until it does. <laughs> Seriously, because if you talk about it every day, it's just going to piss everyone it's off. It's going to piss you off because like, well, I don't know what it is, and I probably don't know, won't know what it is for the next thousand years, so why are we... Right. Because we're afraid of the unknown. But if ignorance is bliss, why are we afraid of the unknown? You know what I mean? Why We need to know. That's why it's like our birthright to know and make sense of things. And then when we do, I feel like it's only good for so while. And we're like, eh, fuck this shit. We just light a match. You know what I mean? Right. At least as a species. I'm not saying like knowingly. But it seems like our species has a self-destruct button. Because we're obviously invasive. And I'm not saying that there's for sure like like things on Mars or on the moon or other planets, but there's very, there's anomalies on those things too. Oh, that, yeah. Like the, yeah. for example, the, the moon rang like a bell for three hours and they first landed on it. That's actually true. The astronaut said that. Who? That both of the, I forget the names of them. I saw an interview and yeah. they talked about it, but they, there's certain things they don't stick on because it, it conflicts so many things that we know that they don't want to lose a career over it. Like the first right. archaeologist that said, there's no way the Egyptians made the pyramids or lost his career. Had a PhD. Shit's a shame. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's another thing is later on, more moon missions, they were on the far side of the moon, and three astronauts, I'm talking about people with PhDs who got some of the hardest jobs in the world, were seriously talking about how they heard music. I'm not All here to... Moon. Yeah, I'm not here to tell you I know what that is. I don't know. That's <laughs> weird, bro. And it's even weirder the people telling us this. But who... Astronauts. People who have degrees and who flew there. Where, where is this source coming from? Where did you... Look it up. It's... Okay, I got it online, but they're interviews from the actual astronauts. Right. You know what I mean? That's one thing, though, about the internet. It's like there's... How do you, how do you choose or know what to believe? You have to get it from the horse's mouth. So if you don't get it from an actual report, because the reason why... See, I Howard, agree, I agree. That was actually an actual report by NASA. They actually, because I followed the source, because I never just take someone's word for it. Sure. <laughs> but because... Do your own research. Exactly. It's, it's cool to hear something, like that sounds cool and all, but to find out it actually happened. I need to know. The, the reason why I know is like these guys generally talked about, they didn't want to talk about it. They didn't yeah. want to tell anyone. They, they said for a couple hours that they just discussed whether or not they were going to even tell anybody. They realized that it's so weirdly important to them that they decided to risk their career, and they did. You can look it up. It's it's weird. I wish I knew their names. I need to be better at referencing people. <laughs> but yeah, man, think of the concepts like that. But not only that, here's another fact: the the yeah. crust on the moon is made of byproducts of nuclear waste. It's not; they're all synthetic. Mm. The moon, like titanium and stuff, and uranium, that doesn't occur in nature. How is that? How is the moon made of that? I'm not like I said. I'm not here to tell you what the moon is. I don't know. Right. But nobody talks about this because they're like. I don't believe in aliens or I don't do believe in that. Like, I don't know what I believe, bro. I just know that's not normal right. and we should talk about it. But right? that's the thing though. Most people, they just, they either don't have the curiosity or they just sort of cure it. They want to label you. Out, yeah. They want to label you. Right. Conspiratist. Yeah. Or whatever. I'm like, well, there's actual people with PhDs in like 20 year careers considering things like this. I think it's okay for me right. to say this shit without sounding crazy. You know what I mean? And there's such a negative, um, I'm not saying that I believe in any conspiracies or not. Yeah. I, I'm just very open-minded to things. And that's that's one thing that I like about what we're doing here. But, you know, you need to be, I'm talking to you guys, you need to be more open-minded to stuff like this because, you know, not, not saying that that's the truth or yeah. not the truth, but it's something that I've never heard before. Never and it, it sparks that sense of curiosity yeah. within me. And now I want to go and see, like, okay, well, exactly, you know, exactly, the unknown, like you said, the unknown. 
And it's just crazy, man. Like, it's... Like, with the government, why, why don't we hear about stuff like this? Exactly. Can it be a conspiracy? 100%. Can it be the truth? Yeah. It's yeah. It, it, how, how are we supposed to know? Exactly. You know? It's like, well, what is, well, what is true? Yeah, exactly. What man. is truth? What it, do you think truth is? Like, what would you... I know we're... we're like this an, is, this like, is what we do here. Like, like an absolute of some sort. Something that's absolutely... That is what it is. Like, how do you... Def, how, did, how does someone say, okay, yes, that is the truth? What makes that... Know. The, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, that's a trippy way That's a very, it. like, trippy <laughs> thought. Like, how do you... How do you define that? Like, do you take one person's perspective and another person's perspective and another person's perspective and somehow morph them together yeah, into much. the Unless you're a follower, truth, then you just take like, your friend's whole perspective and say, well, I believe what he believes. Like, it's just perspective at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. You know? It is. We might know nothing as a species. That's what I'm saying, yeah. bro. Like, seriously. I know, though, I, like, guys, I know I might sound crazy right now, but yeah. this is why I wanted to bring Luke on the show <laughs> is to just... Like, uh, throw these thoughts in the air and see what you guys bro, think. I could be wrong about a lot of things, but in life, I learned that you need to take everything what people say. Everything that somebody tells you or you encounter, you got to take it with a grain of salt, man. Yes. Even if you experience it firsthand, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. Don't jump to conclusions. You know, I like to believe these things. I'm open-minded to where I'm always picking things apart. Yes. I'm dissecting them, you know. I'm always thinking them through, which has helped me, but it also helps me to come off crazy sometimes because people are like, whoa, what are yeah, you talking about? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They don't get it. They don't get it, and I understand that. It's very rare I find someone who not only appreciates that, but also give input and participate. Right, and that, you know, the most expensive yeah. thing that you can own is a closed mind. Exactly. You know, yeah. and if you have a closed mind, you're yeah. not willing to learn anything new. You will never, ever grow yeah. if you're just stuck on what yeah. you were taught and the environment that you're around. If you're not willing to spread your wings and kind of, yeah. Okay, well, what do they? What does he think? What does she think? Exactly. Imagine in school if you were never allowed to ask questions. Right. Imagine that. And that's life. Life's yeah. a school. So life is your whole life is a school. So imagine never your whole asking life's a questions. Test. Yeah. To test. To exactly. Game. You gotta play it right. And if you can't ask questions, you can't have a little humility and like try to like humble yourself and ask questions yeah. in life and be more open-minded because that's where I, I feel mean, sometimes when I I feel so open-minded I almost feel naked I feel like just blank I'm like dude they, they don't know what I, yes. I don't know what I believe mm-hmm. I, I that's why I tell people I don't bash religion but I'm not with religion and right. in fact I even reference theology sometimes I don't know because it, like you said truth changes it does it's subjective and it it's does. whatever it's makes extremely sense extremely subjective yeah and it's weird it's weird how we can apply it to things and make we can change the world by just thinking like this yeah the whole basis of the way the world is right now is because people think like the way we're thinking right now. And yet people are afraid to do that because yeah. everyone's just riding on their waves. Yep. They're like, well, we like what they made and they're just waiting for the next generation to come and do it. Right. Well, be a part of it. Yeah. Be part of it. Be the person to think weird like this. Be that person. Right. Because it's almost like a fresh breath air, man. It, it is. sounds crazy, but it is. It, I don't I have enough of Snapchat and YouTube, Instagram. I want to talk about real stuff. I right. Talk about the exactly. Life, man. Quit feeding my mind with, yeah. you know. Nonsense and, and stuff that's gonna Real, corrupt me in the long run. Seriously, it does. You know, this phone right here is selling me products. That's all it's meant to do. That's why they take my data. It's not to help me, man. They're, they're taking yeah. my data to send to companies. That, that phone in front of you. That's that's what keeps you in part of the system. Exactly. Yeah. They want you, as in they, as in maybe society or however you want to term it, but they want you to become part of the yeah. the system type of. Uh, I won't even say we're doing. Maybe we're like funny, we're so man. stupid of a species that we're enslaving ourselves when we think there's somebody in charge of it all. But we're enslaving <laughs> ourselves at the same time. This is awesome. We're still getting it done. Yeah, though, right? Yeah. No, that's <laughs> when you think of it like that, man. Like, we could be. 
Like, there's someone in charge. Actually, we're all unknowingly doing it, and one day we're just going to be slaves to ourselves because we create a system to where we have to – though we can't even – we didn't even realize we were doing yeah. it to ourselves. That's how dumb we are. Exactly. I saw a quote, bro. I saw a quote of these Indians, and they were oh, saying, God. what's wrong with the white man? Because they were talking shit about white people because these old school Indians. He right. goes, the white man came to America, and we hunted all day, sang songs, and had sex with our women, and they thought they could make life better than that. That's what's wrong with the white man. That's what we did. We came by saying we had a great yeah. life, and you came and yeah. fucked it up. Made a Burger Thanks, King guys. and a bank. He started wars. Yep. Like, dude, what's going on? Yep. Like, I'm not saying the Indians are entirely right in that concept, but I like that quote because they're right. No, right. they you are. I mean? so you gotta, they you, are. And yeah. Yeah. remember, there's people out there every day. They're trying to um, what's the word for? It? They're trying to get things from you, man. Whether it's your attention, whether it's your money, whether it's yes. You can, Buy a product or get a like or a view. Yeah. You know? And it's very unfortunate because you don't know what's authentic anymore. No. Even celebrities and even people who are, like, supposed to be representatives of the science department in public Mm -hmm. because they're playing a card, a character card. And I'm not saying it's bad because everyone needs a character. They're a person. Right. They deserve a personality. But some people change that. They're malicious. You know what I mean? They act like something they're not. That's why I notice in all this hip hop culture, these people are legit. They're legitimately shooting people, killing them, promoting drugs, yeah, yeah. and they're talking about world peace and stuff. They literally, it's that's like brainwashing one on one. I'm not saying they do it, it is. on purpose. Like no, it is brutally masterminds, but they stumbled upon that mm-hmm. on accident, and they've been using it. It's it unfortunate is. too. It is like with man. that XXX. I mean, you told me about that this summer yeah. that happened. Like, so much like deeper. He had such a uh, his mind was just crazy, dude. Oh my gosh, and it, it's a shame that he he had to lose his life at. 19, 20 years old. But. Yeah, man. Dude was the same age as me, and I really related with him because I wasn't in the same situation as him. But I grew up in Florida, and I got in trouble in Florida. And I right. Through that sh- stuff. The things he said, you know, so when I hear the music like that, and I, I notice it's almost like finally someone became famous that I can know. Right. I don't know this guy, but I can understand him. Yeah. He's my age, born the same year. Right. He became a multimillionaire, <laughs> and he's doing things. He literally lived like an hour or so away from me. You know what I mean? Hours. He came to my city, made songs about the city. Kodak Black has a song about Fort Myers. All these people come here, but this dude's my age. The way he talks and the way he perceived reality seemed close to me. So now, like, how, if I'm ever going to try to figure out a celebrity or someone who accumulated so much power and wealth, it would be this person. So I, I, been studying it. Yeah. And it's very fascinating that I really open up my mind and there's, there's trickeries in the way that they use in music. And I noticed that at first, but I didn't notice it. He literally explained it in a video. This dude, so it was almost like he was a tell-all. Yeah. He was telling us how, well, in a video, he was telling his viewers how he supposedly learned how to manipulate people's emotions by himself. No one taught him. Uh, he learned how to manipulate emotions via frequencies. And each 19. frequency had a certain number. Yeah, he was like a prodigy to music. And he would make music that when you listen to it, have no lyrics and you would feel sad. You feel angry, or you feel mad, and you just be like, "I want to fuck shit up," or you would feel sad again. It's all negative. Mm-hmm. That was his. Pro- pro- but it's brilliant, music. though. Yeah. Just because it's negative. Well, it's like this. It's brilliant. It is brilliant, but it's like he was using these principles too without even knowing. Maybe like the law of polarity, like that song "Hope." In the beginning, you know what he said, which honestly people think that's kind of sweet. And I hate to say this because I like his music and I like to think he was a good right. guy, but I think this was fucked up. Because he said, my heart goes out to all those people in the Parkland shooters, or in the Parkland shooting, my heart goes out to those kids, this song is made for you. And the song's about, like, it's a, it's a ghetto rap, but it's like, it's, a, it's an upbeat, but it's like, it's like, it's like a gangster song, man. It's not about harmony and peace, it's about, like, partying and shit and drugs and, like, negativity and sadness. But the... But it's polarizing itself. Right. There's, so there's, like, here's something positive I'm gonna do for you guys, and this also is clout. 
I found I used to think that was some rapper word. Apparently, it's an old English word. What, clout? clout? Yeah, yeah, clout. It's like swagger. It's not. Yeah. it's not new. We just, <laughs> we just start using. We're it. We're just starting to reinvent it. So this dude's <laughs> literally following the clout of a shooting, bro. I'm not saying that he was doing it to get fame. Maybe he was being genuine, but I'm worried that there are people doing that. And that's kind of scary to me to it think is. that there's people out there with that much power in this world. And they, they take things and they play off our emotions. That's what it seems like the news are doing. I don't know. I hear these things. I don't. I can't prove this to anybody, but I have my suspicions, especially when I see someone my age. I understood the way he talked. I even grew up in Florida. I understand his lingo. And I knew it's like everything yeah. he, saw, he said, I felt on a real level. And then it's almost like, like I said, I watch all of his videos and listen to all of his songs. It's almost like a tell-all of like how he's doing this. He had one song and it, I forget what it was called. It was something retarded. It's like, I hate rappers, but a bunch of hashtags, like hashtag cat owner, hashtag I eat pussy, like a bunch of dumb shit. He literally was just trolling the whole rap game. Right. But he changed his flow like a hundred times. And at the end of the song, he's like, I got the Krabby Patty formula, fuck with me. And if you, if you play that for some random person, they'd be like, or like an old guy, especially, he's like, that's just a bunch of random shit. For me, not saying there's some hidden truth in it, but for me, I know exactly what that is because I'm his age and I know what he's doing. He just showed off all of his flows. And at the end of the song, he said, I have the Krabby Patty formula, insinuating he has some secret formula to rap, come fuck with me, telling labels to come sign him. Right. So I'm not saying there's some secret message, but most people don't get it. And the reason why I get it, because I'm his age, I'm interested in rap, and I grew up in the same area. I know what he's doing. I know what yeah. he's talking about in the songs. I know his lingo. So that's why I've been kind of obsessed, obsessive over his music. So how did this dude in a year get like millions of followers of fans, become iconic like Tupac? It's crazy. Almost. Yeah. It is. Driving around Audi A, what's it called, I am or whatever, having a mansion, buying his yeah. mom stuff. And then he dies almost iconically, predicts his own death. He, that's what was crazy yeah. about that whole Just thing. Just like Mac was, Miller. Yeah. But Ray... When they died, they had music videos. Actually, with XXX, after he died is when the music video was, was released. released. Yeah. And it was him at his own funeral. It was on a Friday, I think, was what I remember. I think so, yeah. yeah. I was talking about it because yeah. it really gave me goosebumps when I watched it. That's I was crazy. Like, yeah, when yeah. I first watched that video, I was like, what? Have you seen the one with Mac Miller? When he's in that, uh, that box? I think so. There's something weird. Dude. I think like, so. For me to tell you, like, I know all these conspiracies. I know for a fact what's going on. I don't, but I can tell you, like, it's something. I don't know what it is, but I can smell it. I didn't. I didn't bring you on the show because you had the answers. I brought you yeah. on the show because you are willing to discuss embrace. it, I, embrace and discuss it. That's yeah. why we're having this discussion. Oh, yeah. I, I like that, man. You know what I'm saying? It's not. I don't believe that anyone knows the answers. I don't care if you, yeah. if you're our parents, if you're uh, someone in the political world, say is Donald Trump the president of the United States. Yeah. I don't care if you're a famous actor, or actress. I don't care who you are. I do not think that anyone has the answer to life. Exactly. You exactly. Know what I'm amen to that, man. You that's the only thing I say amen I mean, to. Because if you're saying, like, oh, I have the secret to life forever, like, that's why I come to Bible church. That's why I say I don't hate Christians. Right. But if you tell me, you know for a fact this is it, you're crazy to me. Like, I, I think that, like, I can talk crazy I, all day. Say that, like, but what makes me not crazy is saying that I might be wrong. I don't know. I'm just theorizing, right. guys. But then those people, I'm not saying religious people are crazy, but for you to tell me that you know for a fact, for anybody there's to no, say. There's no way that you do, though. That's the thing. I mean, don't. I like oh, to think so, but you just don't. I right. think that's the point of this life is it's ever eluding, but it shouldn't mean – I feel like people feel like you shouldn't pursue the truth because it's supposed to be ever eluding, but there's different layers to it. It doesn't mean you're not going to find truth. Right. It just means you're not going to find just, every truth here in your life. Sure, exactly. You're every just, single one. Yeah. You're going to encounter yeah. failure a lot and, and think that you're right. You're really not. Exactly, <laughs> man.
It yeah. sends you on a roller coaster. It does. Because you build up this idea of the world, and then you find that one thing that just tears it the fuck down, and you're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, dude, I fight things in my head. I, I got super religious for a while, and then I became super atheist on purpose because I wanted to fight my old my old beliefs. But in a way, that that, that creates... That creates... Um, so what I'm, I'm thinking of tension and, and yes polarize my thoughts yes polarize your mm-hmm. thoughts and that allows your mind to grow exactly because you're saying you're you're saying okay this is this is how I believe so your mind's set on this one exactly. belief then you go complete 180 yeah. on it and say oh, no forget that one so no. your mind's like wait exactly, a second dude you, you know it's weird man I can honestly say this now this is gonna say weird but when I have thought about things in such a conflicting way to where I convince myself of something and it sounds weird to even say that. I convince myself of something, and then I try to convince myself the exact opposite is true. Because like I try playing to, games with yourself, yeah, and you grow because of it. I literally, <laughs> exactly. I try to put myself and fully comprehend and understand that side of the argument as if I'm a part of it. And that I play tricks on myself, and you know, it's weird. Is I can honestly, it sounds weird. But I can feel my mind grow. No, when no, I change no, I ideas. I'm I literally had a day. Yeah, I had a day where I changed everything because I decided to ignore certain aspects of something on purpose so I could see how other people believed. Yeah, and then I wanted to learn the truth. And when I learned the truth, literally for a day, my, I had a headache, dude. My head was spinning, and I could feel you had a, it. it was you had a mind in my pump. ears. <laughs> it's like going yeah. to the gym. Your mind was freaking full of blood. Seriously, dude. <laughs> I felt energy all throughout my body. It's like my body was in distress because of my own thoughts. Right. Because the way I believe changed. It's like working out. It hurts, and it is. eventually it gets bigger. You're yeah. working something out, and I feel like I'm working out my perception. Yes, man. I like and, that. Like we came to the terms like I'm, I'm. You can polarize your own thoughts. You got to conflict your own thoughts. And, but that's, dude. That's what I really like about this, about being a podcaster, yeah. is you learn so much from just speaking your thoughts into existence. Yes. And we just, we both just kind of connected there. We felt that, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That little connection, and it's like, it's crazy. Well, like what the mind can do. It is like, it really. Now is. I'm gonna start to. Try to have conflicting thoughts and it's act on it. It's scary. just because it's gonna help me grow. Exactly. Like it's scary. But I never thought about that before. There's a quote by Will Smith that said, "The best things in life are always on the other side of fear." So it's scary to say be a Christian and try to embrace something like atheism. I'm not saying become yeah, like an for me. Like I'm, I'm an avid believer in Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. I grew up Christian. And exactly. Right? So you got to know what people are saying so that you know you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. Right. I, no, I don't no, know I, you're right or wrong. I agree. But like how there's stories that conflict it, you're like, wow, it really makes you think that. And why I say this is important, because what if the truth is not, maybe you're wrong, maybe they're wrong, maybe it's even better than what both of you thought, you're both right in the same way. Maybe everybody's right in the same way. We just don't notice it because we're arguing semantics. We're arguing ideas. <laughs> it's like science and religion is like fire and ice, but it's not. It's the same thing. It's just wow. coming from two different time periods. Yeah. We're just misinterpreting it. That's, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I find little hints of it everywhere. And people think, well, how is the Bible scientific in any way? Well, it's strictly metaphorical, first of all. That's how they spoke. Well, yeah. That yeah. was that was Hebrew poetry, the whole book. That's why every line, the first line, or at least some parts of the Bible, would be logical. And then the second line will be abstract. Because these people, whoever wrote it, were so smart, they knew that there was a logical part of your brain, there's an abstract part of your brain. Even way back so, then. Yeah, like when they described the going into the Red Sea, they're like the seas subsided and they were to the right Split, and the left of yep. us. And then the verse below it describes the same scene, but abstractly saying the waves of the Red Sea flew like through the nostrils of the Lord and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So you can think of the situation and then you can feel it because they know they the had, most they hit powerful. Both, yeah. both angles on it. Exactly. Because yeah. the most powerful way to perceive or 
the most powerful way to share an idea and make it last generations is to create a story because the first thing we learn in life is our own story. Yes. It's a life. Yes. So when you create a life, a story, and say, that's why I believe a lot of it, it could be metaphorical for something bigger. Because a lot of these Jesus stories predate Jesus himself by a long time. And I don't they think do. that's bad. It kind of, and when I started going down that role, road, it, I, it drove me to conclusions that changed my life forever in a good way. Yes. I believe in the Bible more than I did in a different way now. Right. Completely different because way. Of it, exactly. Because of that. Because of that. You know what I mean? It's like this. It's like the story when Jesus, like, I'm not trying to preach, but like when Jesus was on the mountain and Satan comes up to him. Think of this as a metaphor because this gets kind of crazy. Mm. Satan comes up to him, right? And he's chilling and he says, shows him the whole world. He shows him all the churches, all the money, all the kingdoms mm-hmm. and says, hey, all this can be yours. If you bow down, you worship me. He goes, no. He goes, okay. He says, if you jump off this cliff, then you will live because God will catch you. Do it. And he goes, don't tempt thy God, right? And that's what I think he's doing is he's pretty much saying, I think Satan might be a metaphor for the self. Saying, if you wow. sit down and you bow down and worship yourself, you exalt yourself over everyone else, you can manipulate the whole world around you, become emperors, high priests, run civilizations. You know what I mean? It's almost like, you know when you get sunburnt and your, sun, yes. your skin gets red? It's because the cells in your body are actually taking their own lives that you live. I'm not saying they're conscious, but once you get, say, skin cancer, it's when one cell stays. Yes. Creates a cluster of cells. Uh-huh. Creates starts a to grow. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. creates other cells to become malignant too, and it creates clusters and tumors, and it's not in harmony with the body, so therefore it self-destructs, the person dies. Right. So think of that concept as a person. You can be in harmony, and you can be for the world, treat thy neighbor like thyself, that's another concept, or fuck everyone else, I'm gonna do what I want, I'm just gonna manipulate all these people. And that's what I believe is like the tumor. You accumulate things that never works out. You're not in harmony with the world around you. You're right. in a satanic reality of the self. When reality is all unity, we're all one, but we like to make ourselves better than each other. Right. You know what I mean? And that causes distress. You realize the word disease, it means dis-ease. That's it. Something that's disharmony with itself, dis-ease. It's like someone with an alcoholic addiction actually does have a disease because the definition of disease is something that's not in harmony with the body that causes distress or dis-ease. So if an alcoholic literally sells his car for alcohol, he's no longer looking out for himself he's in he's in distress he's in disease right. not harming with his body he's harming himself right. for a drink for yeah, yeah. but it's also a Hence choice where the, where the conflict comes in but this is wow dude. you know that's it's a very interesting way to think of it it is yeah jeez man that's like just thinking about the you know I'm thinking about the bible and yeah. Satan as yourself that I'm still on that like that's I have a bunch of theories like what? um Think of this, in the beginning, it says, as the beginning, so the end, so the end, so the beginning. If I were to draw a circle, and I draw a line in that circle, and it's the beginning, then I go all the way around the circle, eventually I'll hit that line again, and now it's the end, yeah. and now it's the beginning again. Right. Right? Almost saying that, like, whatever the God figure in the story is saying that life perpetuates, it's never ending, mm. it's a cycle, it's cycling around each other, so it's never the same. So then do we ever die? Exactly. People don't, people do go we to this ever point. Die? No, it's, it's, it's interesting because the original translation of the Bible is that we go to, there's two places that, there's two places we always go back and forth from. It's almost like they changed it. It's the same thing the Egyptians said, the same things the Hindus said, but just in different ways. There's Babylon and Zion. Now, I'm yeah. not going to say if I believe that or not. I don't know. I just think that's an interesting thing to put out there because Christians don't talk about that. Other Baptists don't talk about that. They talk about an eternal resting place. Right. There used to be no such thing. Right. You know what I mean? That's why a lot of people oppose their ideas. But think of this. Think of... Let's say a year has 365 days in it. Why? 
because that takes 365 days to go around the sun. Mm-hmm. Our sun has an orbit of itself. I think it's about 350 million years. It goes around its own sun, right? Think of this giant 350 million year cycle. And That's nuts. Right? Think of that. Chop it up into 12. Right? Albert Einstein said that future, past, and present are all happening at once. So let's think of this giant circle as a cycle. So once this cycle ends, it's going to start over again in almost exactly the same way, but a little differently. It's right. going to keep going. But since so every 350 million years, it's just slightly off. Yes. Slightly different. Because the frequencies is able to create the same sort of reality over again. Almost like every year when winter comes, it's cold. But it's not the same amount of cold, but it's cold. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like that future, past, and present all happening at once, So says Albert Einstein. So therefore, it creates parallel cycles next to each other. As the beginning. So like a bunch of, like guys, imagine like a bunch of circles. So yeah. almost like you're, there's going to be no empty space eventually because yeah. you're Or think of like a DNA strand. Right, 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 right. Going on forever. That's reality, dude. It's reality. Wow. You know what I mean? That's what I think is what they're describing in there. Like the, like when they say when Adam and Eve was tempted by a serpent, Eve was tempted by the serpent yeah. with the apple. apple. The yeah. serpent. Remember the snake. A snake tempted Eve, which in turn tempted Adam. People say, realistically, that story shouldn't make sense, right? And they're like, yeah, really, but it does. And because it's our religion. But what if there's like things like how the Jews said, it's metaphorical. They're like, this is hidden knowledge. Yes. This is why there's rabbis, so they can hide it. Because language changes. It actually used to be a sin to write it down. <laughs> I'll leave that out there. But let's say that um, this is what I think it is. Because they said that what this the knowledge of good and evil was given to Eve, and she gives it to Adam and tempts him. So let's take that idea. And this is my theory. So let's say these two hypothetical people exist. There's this guy named Jim John and then Billy Joe. Mm. Jim John has one barn, 10 sheep, one wife. That's it. Billy Joe has two castles, 1,000 sheep, an army, and 100 wife. Right? Mm -hmm. And eventually this other dude competes with the guy with the castle. Gets more, has more wives, and does more. You see the reoccurring theme is in ancient times, people progressed because of women. They keep. They wanted women because women were submissive back then, not because they they are lesser, but because during a survival state in history, they depended on us. Yes. So being fearful, a man with a lot of sheep or a lot of accomplishments would attract more women, and that would fuel his ego to do more. So I believe that's what they're talking about. That's how we competed. Uh, the knowledge of good and evil. That's how we became the civilization as we know it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Sigmund Freud said the biggest thing, uh, the biggest achievements of human history is from sexual frustration. Yeah. It's from sexual frustration from other mates. Where did I read that? Uh, Think and Grow Rich. Yes. Did you yeah. read that by Napoleon Hill? It could have been in there. I read that a long well, I time think that's, ago. Man. I think that's where I read that. About I always forget. Sexual frustration. That is where... It is. Mo- yes, man. Now think of that. The yes. knowledge of good and evil that Eve tempted Adam of, that the serpent gave to Eve. It's like maybe that's how humans, like we evolved, is that Eve, in a sense, tempted us to push ourselves because the right. masculinity aspect of reality took over. It's like mm-hmm. a waxing and waning, I think. Because you realize in the story of Jesus, Satan comes back. He doesn't die. If you read the, I read the Bible when I was gone three times. You read the whole Bible three times? Yes, one time in a week, I read the whole thing cover to cover out loud to the person in the room with me because that's how long I had yeah Holy and I was dissecting it yeah so um, I remember reading at the ends in Revelations which really threw me off which really pissed everyone off because I'm bringing it up to them because sure. I always say I'm like you know the devil comes back some bored you know what I mean they're like yeah. no he doesn't they destroy him forever because I'm not saying that I'm not <laughs> saying religion's you, bullshit yeah yeah I just like the idea because I, I just think it means something more as in like maybe maybe there's a chance we've been taking all this out of contacts Forever, and we're just too scared to embrace that we could be wrong because it has to do with mortality and like our like life. 
Yeah. So we just take this whole story out of context and murder people over it. But really, like, I, I think that it's betraying, like, a concept of reality. Like, it's explaining, like, a cycle of reality. Just how, like, like destruction eventually takes over perfection. Eventually perfection takes over destruction. It's a cycle. It's a it way. is. It's a waxing Life plane. is a cycle. I mean, it's we already know that, yeah. but... It's like how they say the kingdom of God comes here, he's here for a while, and then after that, it literally, the Bible says, it leaves. It's gone. It falls again. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, I mean, Satan comes back. Right. It takes over again. And it's very interesting because if the Bible was the way people say it is, like I said, this doesn't mean it's wrong, but if it's the way they perceive it to be, mm-hmm. then why would God allow that? Because maybe it's just how things occur. Maybe it's a cycle of life. That we have, how do you appreciate something? Don't you appreciate something that's valuable to you when you lose it and you find it again? Yes. It's almost like life, like we lose the answers. We become uncivilized, savagery, beast, even reality. Like what if, even if humanity wasn't here, anything that could be advanced goes through cycles of ups and downs. It does. It's like a wave, a frequency, crests and waves. Yeah. You know, troughs. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's that's life. You have ups and downs. Exactly. You have ups and downs and you need need to (laughs) see that and be okay with the, Exactly, man. you know. Not get caught in the downs and think that you're always going to be down. and Exactly. And not think that the ups are always going to be there because we both know that they're not. Yeah. But. It, I look at everything as temporary. That's how I get mm-hmm. from all of this, especially from all the things I've learned. I mean, from, life is temporary. Exactly, dude. It is at the end of the day. You know, this this moment in my life, I've noticed that more so than ever that literally one day all this is going to be gone. And I, more, I have to prove that self to I have to prove that thing, that idea to myself every day because I feel like I'm not going to live my full life. Because I feel like people don't perceive. It sounds crazy to obsess over the idea of death, but I don't think it's obsessing. I think you're embracing it because it's inevitable. Uh, you got to embrace it, man. Realize that whatever you do today, even if you made an embarrassment in front of the entire fucking world, it doesn't matter because it's the entire fucking world is going to be gone one day. All this is going to be gone. And when you can live like that, man, you're, you, you unlock yourself. Yeah. It's almost poetic. Yes. It gives meaning to this meaningless we, world. We all get, you know embarrassed or are not proud of something that we did and we want to just go hide and just not be in front of other people but I feel you you know what I'm saying I mean but it's like you just gotta be willing to yeah exactly (laughs) fuck it I embrace the weird man me in my family I grew up with it's just how our humor is we always just embrace the weird things in life so I've never really felt like that going to school sometimes when I feel like I do some like things that are really embarrassing and shit like that I thought was funny in itself like I would say shit to embarrass myself because I thought it was funny fixing like I wanted to fix the way people perceived me because I just it just fascinated me that I could do that it'd be hilarious they think right. I'm some retarded dude like I would say the dumbest shit people would be like you know yada yada like, but you know the world is obviously flat right since James Smith and I <laughs> we you'll say dumb shit it. yeah cause then you just like dude like especially <laughs> if I didn't like them you see people they try to argue with people you know like, you think of what's really important in life you know, arguing with someone or just get them the fuck away from you. Think of what do you want out of the situation? You right. want to sit and argue with someone you don't like or you want to avoid the situation without causing conflict? I have a weird story for that. One time I was walking with my friend <laughs> at 3 o'clock in the morning. We're, we're kind of toasted. We played some GTA. I think I was in high school or middle school and um, I fake hit a car. Because so I'm like, what if I could hit this car like GTA? I fake hit a car. <laughs> yeah, I did. I fake hit this car. I'm not even lying. This is what happened, dude. Right. And I went, oh, and I could just steal it and I could drive off. And I was just being very descriptive to my friends. We're like drunk or high in the morning and we're like, yeah, walking around. And um, this dude, because we're walking to the end of this cul-de-sac, this dude drives to the end of this cul-de-sac. He pulls up, rolls down the window. Let me remind you, it's 3 a.m. This yeah. dude looks at me, obviously, probably works tomorrow. He looks at me with the most tired look in this white BMW. He goes, and he legitimately says, did you just pretend to hit my car? 
I swear to God, he's so tired. He said the dumbest shit ever. He was just like, <laughs> did you just pretend to hit my car? And my friend, my friend Chris, like this dude pulled up and he's like, you pretend to hit my car. And Chris is, he's a hothead, man. He looked at the dude and he goes, what the fuck you say to me? And I, I had to put my arm in front of his chest because he's like walking up to this dude's car. And I was like, bro, I got this. So I looked this dude in the face and I... <laughs> I just, I just acted really weird. I just, I, I right. raised his cheek. I said, Jesus Christ, you don't have to act all silly just to get our numbers and just fucking peeled out. I never saw that dude in my life. My <laughs> friend looked at me and he goes, dude, that's the gay shit ever. I'm like, dude, I guarantee he would have fought you. You went into jail. I guarantee you'll never talk to us again. Right. I guarantee. I just want to see the person leave. I don't care what I have to say. I'm not going to be mean. I just want him to leave me alone. That's my goal. I don't want to cause conflict. Right. Not everybody thinks like that. They think via ego, man. They got something to prove. Like, yeah. you're right, goddammit. I did pretend to hit your car. What you going to do about it? Who cares? You know what I mean? But <laughs> Everyone's associated to some sort of ego. Yeah, man. You know? It's weird. It's weird, yeah. It is. That's it how is. I think about things, though, you know? At the end of the day, in a non-negative, non-condescending way, I don't really care what the world thinks of me or what people think. But I, I generally care about people. But when right. it comes to situations like that, I'm acting a little goofy to get the fuck out of there because I don't care. Right, exactly. I don't care do what about you got to myself. Right. I just want to leave. Right. Get me out of the situation. Yeah. You know. Nothing's permanent. No. Who cares? No, like, man. As yeah. we said, it's temporary. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, as we wrap this up, you know that's that was a uh, that was a lot of information. I know Luke and I could talk forever. You know, I'm looking at these topics right now on on my journal in front of me. We got genetic mutation, universe, infinity. Paradoxes, perception on reality, rewiring your mind, association to things or to others, technology, ritualistic behavior, energy. Like these are all things that we could go on and on and on oh, and on and on and on for days about. <laughs> we did touch on, um, you know, on a lot of this stuff. I want to say probably just about all of it. But um, I really hope you guys got some sort of value from this episode. And uh, and I'm gonna ask Luke one more question. You know that ties into to our message here with the show, with the relentless life. And I'm going to ask you, Luke, what does that word relentless mean to you? How does that, relentless. how does that sit? Yeah. When you, when you think about it, when you say it, like, what is, what does that mean to you? I want to get your opinion on, on that. I feel like relentless is just not giving up, man. Every day, always persisting, always changing, trying right. to overcome, even when you don't feel like there's anything to overcome, you know, like that's how I feel like in your actions, the things you do, mm -hmm. the way you speak and, Specifically, the way you think, man. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what most of this podcast has been about. You know, even if you didn't agree with a lot of things I said, the main, basically, the gist of what we're trying to say, man, is don't be afraid to think. Yeah, persevere. I like that. Don't be afraid yeah. to think. Exactly, dude. Have act on your thinking. Yeah, you know, out of fear of sounding crazy, speak your opinions, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Because the worst comes the worst. Everyone's gonna forget anyway. Just be that person. Because what <laughs> that's if you're so right? True. Yeah. What if you're right, and then it becomes something that everyone remembers forever? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. always don't be afraid. Don't hold back. Be the full authentic you. And yep. every time you're not, always question. And I know that there's plenty of you out there because this includes myself and Luke. There's plenty of you out there who still hold back on your thoughts. And mm -hmm. as Luke just said, that one thought could be something that changes the world. Exactly. So don't. Don't give up on yourself, you know, be relentless in the way that you think. That is a very good, um, you know, that might even be the, the topic and title of this podcast, but that is a very gr good definition uh, to the word relentless. And I, in fact, I've never applied, you know, relentless, which means so much to me, you know, as you know, yeah. I literally was my first tattoo, <laughs> um, but it, to, to, to thinking, you know, a lot of, a lot of times I relate it to physical or to not giving up motivation and stuff, but when you yeah. apply it to thinking and just... Speak your thoughts. Exactly. You know, that's a very overstated 
Uh, be the person who's yeah. not afraid to be different, man. Don't yeah. follow the crowd. Even if everyone's like, this is right, don't be afraid to be like, dude, it might yes. be wrong. And I'm not going to follow you guys just because you're a group. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. it, man. That's just it. do it. And it, I, I feel like that's where geniuses are born. It is. That's where creativity is born. You know, it man? is, man. It is. Well, Luke, thank you very much for being on today, man. I, Thanks, I man. sure Thanks had a, me. sure had a great time, and I, I learned a lot too, man. You know that's what I like about podcasting, and you know hopefully, like I said, you guys yeah, learned something from us, just hashing yeah. it out about random stuff, um, <laughs> about life and questioning, questioning, questioning. That's such a oh, yeah. key thing in life. Question, guys, each and every day that you wake up, question your existence. You know, exactly, it's going to spark so many different thoughts and thought patterns. And in, hopefully you'll act on them, have that relationship. I hope I inspire the next Elon Musk. There you God go. Damn it. Yeah. There's one of you guys out there. There's AI robots coming. Start working. Jesus Christ. You heard the man, guys. You heard the man. Thank you so much. And until next time, live consistently relentless. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you're listening from. If you found that today's episode had some sort of value, please share so the world can have that value as well. If you feel the message of this show is important for the world to hear, then please leave an honest review so that we can continue spreading the relentless message. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, live consistently relentless 